and welcome to Rewire with Duchess Dale. Whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer, a millennial or an elder ally, enjoying retirement or planning ahead, this podcast provides tips and information that turn into inspiration for living your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess. Welcome to episode 24. Throughout history, people have celebrated the solstice because it signified the coming of light, holding promise that as dark as things might seem at the moment in our world, each new day with new light would reveal more hope, making way for longer days and shorter nights and heralding the bright new year ahead. This sacred month of December offers the observance of Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, I want to spotlight today the winter solstice that begins tomorrow, December 21st, marking the shortest day of the year and the longest night. Author Margaret Atwood writes, quote, This is the solstice, the still point of the sun, its cusp in midnight, the year's threshold and unlocking where the past lets go and becomes the future, the place of caught breath, end quote. Well, one needn't wait till New Year's Eve to reflect on any changes that are called for in life, one's activities or changing your thinking or your health and well-being. This week is changing the seasons, a changing of reasons, and a perfect time for contemplation no matter what spiritual faith you may follow or practice. Honoring the solstice is a wonderful way to celebrate the winter holiday. And I borrowed the episode title today, Do You Hear What I Hear, from A Treasured Christmas Carol, because it not only encourages us to take time this week to pay heed to our still small voice within, Do You Hear What I Hear? It also expresses the experience we share in doing a podcast for which listening is the main component. I also chose it because every episode you listen to, you hear the dulcet tones of our announcer. And today being December 20th, I want to wish happy birthday to my favorite announcer, Don Converse. Our special guest today is from North Point Medicine, Dr. Barbara Maddox. Dr. Maddox is a board certified doctor of Oriental Medicine, along with 30 years of experience as a cardiovascular nurse specialist and has for over 20 years been certified by the National Board in both acupuncture and Chinese herbology. She combines a holistic approach to her healing methods, which include teaching guided imagery, breathwork and meditation, and even yoga classes locally here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Welcome, Dr. Maddox. Dr. Maddox, I would love it if you could explain to our listeners, what is the difference between functional medicine and what we all know is conventional medicine with a doctor and a prescription and going to the pharmacy and getting something over the counter? In conventional medicine, typically you go to a doctor because of symptoms you're experiencing, an upset stomach, a headache, back pain. Mm -hmm. In functional medicine, The functional medicine physician takes a look at your genetics, your environmental exposures, which could be toxins, microbes, trauma, and the modifiable lifestyle factors, exercise, sleep, stress levels, 
and relationships. These foundational elements are in turn affected by both physical and psychological events. Outside influences can create imbalances, which then manifest or present themselves as your headache, your imbalanced blood sugar, your hand pain, your joint pain, your indigestion. The functional medicine doctor goes more to the root, what may have created these imbalances. And by doing so, can effect or guide you to effect some changes. That is more along the lines of what I've heard for so long about holistic approach. It really is taking the whole being as well as their history and whatever it is they might be experiencing as a symptom and going back to the roots of the cause of that. Yes. And we were trained to be aware. In fact, it's at the center of one of our teaching tools that our mental, emotional, and spiritual health is even more important, at least as important, as the physical health for determining how the root cause and the outcome. As I told our listeners earlier, you have an extensive medical background and training. What is it that led you into wanting to study further for functional medicine? I had worked as a cardiovascular nurse specialist in ICU, CCU, cardiovascular recovery, privately for heart surgeons and cardiologists. And after recovering from cancer myself, I attended medical school to become a doctor of oriental medicine. During the time preceding that, my mother died, my father died, I went through a divorce, And during medical school, which was four years, I worked two 12-hour shifts in ICU and was a single parent. At the end of that, I crashed and developed what was described as fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. Went to see a conventional medicine doctor. He said, Barbara, you're doing a great job taking care of yourself. Why don't you keep doing what you're doing? and pretend you didn't come in here today. (laughs) And I became a functional medicine junkie and went to every meeting and over time became board certified, the first board certified functional medicine doctor in New Mexico. Wonderful. Since this podcast is primarily for the state of New Mexico, this is good news for all of us. And I'm glad that you're here to talk about functional medicine for the listeners around the country. And I want to tell everyone that one of the reasons I asked you on this week in particular is it happens to be the holiday time, which is often stressful for all of us. I was wondering if there is something that you could share with us, some tips, some ideas or information about being healthier through the holidays without being deprived of the holidays. There are quite a few. And I I go back to one of my mantras that you are given 23 chromosomes and how those chromosomes manifest, how your book of life reads doesn't depend on whether your mother had a heart attack or your father had diabetes. It has to do with what you bathe, 
your genes in what you think, what you eat, what you drink, and how you move. So at the holiday season, as we approach those very modifiable things, you have choice as to how your book of life will read. I would say first, for what you think, this is a time of year to think about family and love and joy and relation and bringing your light to share with the light of loved ones. And if you happen to be alone, don't ignore resources like some of the community centers that provide companionship and a place that you can enjoy a meal. I know there are quite a few here in Albuquerque. I think that's a great point. And instead of thinking, oh, I'm alone, go knock on your neighbor's door if you know them and ask if they'd like to have tea or share a celebration or take a walk and look at the stars. There's so many ways. And you may need to initiate that if you live alone. That's one piece. And then eating, you want to start the day with a healthy breakfast. And what does that mean? That's different for everyone. But don't go without eating something for breakfast. And that can be oatmeal, it can be yogurt and berries, it can be an egg or two. Just don't ignore breakfast. It's one of the most important meals of the day. I know that particularly during the holidays, a lot of people think, okay, I'm not going to eat breakfast or lunch because I know I'm going to have a big dinner or I'm going to the party. So they skimp on food or calories elsewhere so that they can overdo it through the holidays. How would you address that? That's one of the worst things you can do for your body. It will not thank you for that. And it will create an imbalance in blood sugar. It interestingly stimulates some hormones within you that can be detrimental, can create inflammation, can create agitation. The brain needs glucose every three hours. Oh, but your brain needs you to eat something about every three, three and a half hours at the most. And there are select times where you might fast longer. And I know there have been some trends for that. But during this time of year, it's better to go ahead and eat at your regular meal times, especially if you are diabetic or pre-diabetic. You want to keep that blood sugar balanced. Many of us are in that pre phase where our blood sugar has been going up a little. If you take care of it during the day, you can enjoy yourself at the party that evening or the celebration. Don't go with an empty stomach. Uh, A little snack, even if it's an apple, so that you don't arrive famished and overindulge because you won't feel very good about that. You want to be able to enjoy the companionship and the family and that that wonderful feeling of being with loved ones. And breaking bread together and knowing that you can break bread together or bake potatoes or whatever it is that's being served at a, a special meal, knowing that you can go there and you're not hungry and you haven't deprived yourself all day, you can enjoy everything that's presented. You can have your favorite foods. 
Yes, that's right. And some that we look forward to, particularly this time of year. I mean, most people make a some sort of green bean casserole. Think about eating color. Every oh. color, every day. Take the time to pull the orange carrots and the red bell pepper and the yellow squash, those sorts of things, because those eat the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> the holiday decorations and colors and lights can be on your plate as well as on your front door. <laughs> I'm pleased to hear that you're not advocating that deprivation or change during the holidays. You're talking about moderation and approaching it just a bit differently. Yes, that's correct. Be sure you are hydrated and drink enough water. If you're going to have an alcoholic drink, perhaps you have a glass of water or seltzer in between and that gives you more room for the food <laughs> <laughs> and the ability to enjoy the companionship as well and the festivities that is so unique to this time of year. If it's a dinner meal or if it's a meal where you're all eating and you finish, take 10 before you take seconds. <laughs> <laughs> take 10 seconds before you take seconds of your food. I get it. <laughs> maybe you have a conversation and maybe you drink a glass of water, but you may find that you're not quite as hungry if you wait a little. True. Especially if you didn't deprive yourself so that when you sit down at the table, you're not stuffing yourself because you're so hungry, then you actually can have foods that you enjoy and perhaps enjoy them even more. And save room for your favorite dessert. I mean, oh. who doesn't want a piece of pumpkin pie or pecan pie or the bouche de Noel, which is the Yule log, which is so delightful, or those very special Christmas cookies. Those are lots of things we look forward to specifically this time of year. And then think about exercise. So we've talked about a little bit about eating carefully and but not denying yourself, being sure you're hydrated. And then you need to exercise. It can literally be your best weapon to survive the holidays. Even if it's a simple walk to the end of your driveway after you've eaten dinner and before dessert. We're not talking about a hike. <laughs> and we're not talking about an aerobics class. You're talking about movement. I'm talking about moving, just getting out for a little walk at a warm time of day because it's cold this time of year. So wait till the sun's up. Ideally, you walk 150 minutes in the course of a week, seven days, however you want to divide that out. Just getting out for a 10-minute walk, or if you can only get out for three minutes. If it's cold, or if you're at a party, my favorite thing is to dance. It's an opportunity if you're at a party to socialize and just listen to the music and have a little dance, or I'm known to dance around the house with the music blaring, especially if it's cold outside and you don't really want to bundle up and go take a walk. That's the exercise. I can live with that. I have to admit when you said, well, the next element is exercise. Was, no, this I can do. I think this we can all do. <laughs> the other super important thing to consider is you need to be sure you're getting enough sleep. And 
no matter what you're doing, whatever it is, most things can wait till morning. And you want to try to get seven hours if possible. And the ideal time is to be sure that between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. is included in that seven hours. Because that's the time when the cells in your brain detoxify your brain. They take the trash out. So if you don't give those, they're called glial cells. If you don't give those janitor cells an opportunity to clean during that period of time, then sludge accumulates in the brain. And we experience brain fog just a little, I can't remember. What what did I do with the, why did I come in this room? It's critical that your brain has the opportunity to be cleaned. And most people don't realize that's the most active time for your brain. No, I don't think most of us know that. And what I liked about hearing that is it's new information that's probably going to be another interview (laughs) so we could talk about this more because some of that brain fog you're talking about a lot of people think that it has something to do solely with the fact that they are senior and maybe it has more to do with their health regimen it has nothing to do with your age because whether you're 12 or 72 or 90 your brain needs to have the janitor cells work when you're sleeping imagine if the janitors didn't empty the trash you're in a big office building or they emptied the trash but started throwing away the wrong things the computers or the printers and if you're not getting enough sleep things can get cross-wired in the brain and then that sort of thing begins to happen as well you are doing your brain the biggest favor you can by getting repetitive sleep. And it's and, and holiday metaphors, it's almost like your brain can be Santa. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So get your right sleep for goodness sake. I can't believe I said that and did that, but okay, I did. It's the holiday. There are all sorts of reasons people don't get enough sleep. Um, right, right. It, it can be tricky. And I know for me, I know for many of the people I've talked to, it seems to be more of a challenge as we have gotten older. And it may be, as you said, due in part to how we handled our health and food and our sleep patterns before we got older. And I'm also hearing from you that there are things we can do about it now, even though, as you say, doesn't matter our age. Absolutely. Absolutely. Having a pattern, your brain likes patterns. So pick a time and stick to it. The other very important thing, and I can get into this in a later podcast, is many of the metabolic processes or the biochemistry that happens is based on the circadian rhythm and sunlight. So first thing in the morning, when you get up, You want to go outside and expose your eyes to the sunlight. And that stimulates a decrease in melatonin, an increase in cortisol, which gives you the energy to go on through your day. As it gets dark, the cortisol levels go down, the melatonin levels come up. And melatonin is not only for sleep, 
It's also protects your immune system. When it breaks down, it becomes serotonin, the feel-good neurotransmitter. And so if you're not going to bed at dark or you're on the computer and getting extra blue light or the iPad or the television or your phone, then your melatonin isn't getting produced. And for many people, they then have lower serotonin. So they may have bouts of a low mood, a little sadness, and that's fixable if you go to bed at 10 o'clock-ish, maybe 10.30, quarter of 11, and you get up at 7-ish, get your eight hours in. I like this plan, and I definitely think we need to talk about this in the new year, that when everyone's ideas in the new year are about focusing on better health and improving one's life, these are some really basic things that most people don't know, and I think can manage, and then that's one of the benefits of Functional medicine is having that understanding about how we're wired, or in this case, with the podcast, rewired. And Uh, you can rewire. Yes. Dr. Maddox, I want to thank you for taking time. I know it's a busy time for everybody with holidays, and I know you're heading out to go traveling to be with families. I hope that we can schedule another time to do a follow-up interview episode for the new year. I really appreciate all all the tips and help that you gave me, I will take that personally as well as all of our listeners so that they could have the best holiday ever. Thank you. It's been my pleasure to be here. Ho, ho, ho. Tis the season. Whether you just celebrated Hanukkah or are getting ready for Christmas or Kwanzaa, this can be a stressful time of the year. Often the best gifts we can give and receive are that of connection, compassion, and caring. We care about you and want to wish you and yours a safe, healthy, and happy holiday season. Consider gifting a friend or family member with the link to this free podcast so that they might also have a place to connect every week for inspiration to living well no matter what their age. Please remember that if you live in New Mexico and need some additional support this holiday time, you can connect to the Aging and Long-Term Services Department at 1-800-432-2080. We want to thank you for tuning in and sharing some of your holiday time with us here on the Rewire Podcast. Happy Holidays! Before closing out this episode, I'd like to once again thank our special guest, Dr. Barbara Maddox. I'm looking forward to her return next year. And until then, you can contact her on her website, northpointmed.com. Let me spell that for you because it's a little different than you think. N-O-R-T-H-P-O-I-N-T-E-M-E-D.com. And from that website, you can sign up for her newsletter or follow the link to her Facebook page. And while you're on Facebook, please drop by Rewire with Duchess Dale and say hello on our Facebook page. 
For now, I'd like to close with my own holiday blessing just for you. May the sacredness of the season of light illumine your way, allowing you to fully see and use the gift of your being to the world around you. May you take time to hear the joy of the sounds of the people and animals you love in addition to the sounds of the season. May you take time to focus on what matters most in your chosen spiritual tradition and honor it with the sacred intention of your time and attention. May you contribute to the light that diffuses the darkness in lives of those who are isolated or in the shadows of their own personal challenges. May you always remember you are the light of the world and the world greatly needs the light that you bring. And in the spirit of the season, may the peace that passes all understanding reside in your heart so that you may share it as the true gift of light that you are. Till next week, this is Duchess knowing with and for you a very merry holiday week. Our show is sponsored by the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico. You can contact that department by calling 1-800-432-2080 or online at www.aging.nm.gov. Our original music is written by New Mexico's own Lydia Clark. Join us next week on your favorite streaming platform. Till then, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire. We've got information and inspiration. You've